When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's the shortest day of the year, Tony. When do you think you'll fall asleep tonight? Tony Kornheiser, I'm hoping for after the show, but before the Sports Center segment, the worst case, I fall asleep during the Sports during Center Sports segment. During Sports Center. That would make for an interesting segment. Good. That really would. Yeah. You'd get killed you know, on Twitter the... or X or whatever they're calling it now. You'd get Absolutely. killed. Shortest day of the year, but that means from now on we're getting Longer. more light every like single day. Like a minute day a day or months. something like that, yeah. Very good. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Ravens feel disrespected. Coaches are picking Alabama to beat Michigan, and Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with an NBA grab bag. Last night, the 76ers beat the visiting first-place Timberwolves by 14, and Joel Embiid scored 51 points. The Clippers ran their winning streak to nine, winning in Dallas without Paul George, though Kyrie Irving did not play for Dallas. The Lakers got beat in Chicago. They dropped to one and four since winning the in-season tournament, banner included. And the Celtics rebounded big from losing to the Warriors, beating Sacramento by 25 points without Jason Tatum suiting up. So, Wilbon, which result was most intriguing to you? Tony, I'm going to go better than answer your question. One better. I'm going to answer it, but I'm going to give you an order. Okay, I'm going to rank them. I'm going to go okay. Embiid scoring that many points, 51, against big guys, okay? Right. He's in there mm-hmm. against Rudy Gobert and Cat. That's 7-3 and 6-11-8. Come on now. And they're the best record in the league going into last night's game. They're tied again, I think, with the Celtics now. But Embiid, I, I know you don't like to dap up Embiid very often, but he put 51 on guys leading the league with size. I'm going to go one there. The Celtics doing it without Jason Tatum coming off a loss against Golden State and whipping Sacramento. I watched a lot of that game there, too. I'm going to go to Clippers three because you and I, we've been skeptical. Others, too. We had Perk on yesterday, still skeptical. Show us. I know it's a regular season, but that's nine in a row. Come on. They, they, the, the Hall of Famers, they seem up to it. And the Lakers. It's not insignificant, Tony, and they're not going to have LeBron because he's got some sort of ankle tendonitis. The Bulls took it to them last night. Still no Zach Levine. The Bulls ought to be learning something from that, given how much they played better without Zach Levine. So that's my order of finish to answer your question. Fantastic. I would like to say the most intriguing game was the Lakers getting beat by your Bulls. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to say that because neither team is very good. The Bulls are 12-17. and 17. The Lakers are two games over 500, yeah. but their next three are at Minnesota, at Oklahoma City, and, no, we and don't Boston. Know status, I will give yeah. a nod. You mentioned Zach Levine. Your Bulls are 7-3 and three without, without him, him, which means yeah. at the trade deadline, yeah. you can say Hello. goodbye to him. Why like wait? He's going away. Why wait? How about tomorrow? I think, okay. I think, the, I think the biggest game is the fact that Boston won on the road in a back-to-back against a good team. Okay. Because I thought it was a fluke win by Golden State in this sense. Boston missed 41 threes. Yeah. Still got to overtime, missed 41 threes. 
They were 22 of 42 in last night's game. All right, so they went from 29% to 52%, and they did it without Jason Tatum. So how do you like the Celtics now? So they yeah. would be one for me. One for you. Ahead of MB, you still, you just, you are not. Mike, if he went out and he scored 51 Mike, on Wilt, you would say, yeah, yeah Wilt no, had Mike, a head card. I, I don't. I don't want to keep going on and on about Embiid. It matters what he does in the playoffs. And the people he has compared true. to most, Jokic and Antetokounmpo, have won titles. Yeah. But he has taken the absence of James Harden on his shoulders, and Thank he is you. playing great. Yeah. He is. Ooh. Tony delivering flowers to Embiid. We yeah. like this. Yeah. The NFL has a marquee matchup Monday night. When the AFC-leading Ravens face the NFC-leading 49ers in Santa Clara, Vegas has made the Niners a five-and-a-half-point favorite, a number that Ravens corner Marlon Humphrey said hurt his feelings, and to which his teammate, safety Kyle Hamilton, said, we feel a little disrespected. Tony, should the Ravens feel surprised that the Niners are so heavily favored? Well, I will concede to you that when I saw the line was five-and-a-half, I was surprised. I don't think it's disrespect to Baltimore at all. I'm trying to figure out why you would do it, because you have Baltimore going all the way across the country, and you have San Francisco lately really pounding good teams. Yeah, what, six in a row, Like Philadelphia, like Dallas, like Jacksonville. So I, But I still I can't get up to five and a half, and the reason I can't get up to five and a half is Lamar Jackson. I mean, you have to game plan completely for Lamar Jackson. San Francisco has four different guys that can score from any point on the field, but they don't have anybody like Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson has not been good at all in the playoffs, but in the regular season, he's been great. Mike, 56 and 19 in the regular season. I, I just think that, I just think Lamar Jackson is healthy now. Seems to be happy with his contract. Eight and one in his last nine. And he makes something out of nothing better than anybody in the league. I tried to make the case a couple of days ago, sometime this week, that Purdy might be my MVP. and Because he's he played be. that well. And then Marcus yeah. Spears gave the best counter to that reasoning. And he just, it's a slam dunk. And he said as great as Purdy's been, he allows that Purdy's been great. He's not the first guy that any defensive coordinator would say you have to plan for in San Francisco. That's right. They're going to say, right. you know, Debo, or they're going to say the, the running back who's been so maybe the MVP himself. and McCaffrey. McCaffrey. But if you're talking about Baltimore, the first name, the first name is Lamar yeah. Jackson. It is. And so Lamar That's Jackson right. should be in the catbird seat for MVP I'm excited, but I don't care about the line. I don't look at the line. I wouldn't know what the line is. I've never looked at it. Huh? I've been doing this for 43 years. Here's how many times I've ever looked at a line. Never. I don't care. Okay. The two te- right. the teams are even. It's a it, pick them to me. The Ravens looked we'll at see. it because they're upset by they it. They are. And, and you know what, Mike? It feels like a Super Bowl preview. It does. It feels like it. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We move to college football now. The Athletics surveyed coaches, scouts, and analysts from the SEC and the Big Ten found the majority of them are favoring Alabama over Michigan in their upcoming playoff game despite Michigan's unbeaten record and number one ranking. Wilbon, do you favor Alabama as well? I think so, Tony. I, well, I mean, no, I don't favor them. Just looking at them, and it's just eye test, okay? There any analytics spewing here. Looking at the two teams as much as I looked at them in the regular season, and I, I watched almost every Michigan game at least part of it, maybe half the Alabama games. So I saw Michigan more. 
and have a much more detailed appreciation of Michigan, I think Alabama's better. I think Alabama is the better team by a little, but I'm, I'm picking Michigan. The other things that come into play, they're intangible things. Right. There's all this stuff involving right. Harbaugh, which I think comes to a head, and the Michigan players can really wrap themselves in that for a few days leading right into the game. And there's no negative at all to even mention or think of with Alabama. I'm just going to give Michigan that little, that little yeah. edge. But so, no, I don't favor Alabama, even though I think Alabama's a better team. It's interesting. I will concede at the top <clears throat> that I have more friends in my life who went to Michigan, like my friend Ken Samet, than I do who went to Alabama for whatever that means. But all of the historical numbers, all of them favor Alabama. Alabama has been, with Saban, been to the finals six times. They've won three. Michigan hasn't gotten a sniff of this thing. The SEC is 14-3 and three in the college football playoff against non-SEC teams. All right? The, the Big Ten is 3-6 and six overall, and Ohio State is the three. Nobody else has won. Harbaugh got beat last year by TCU. I think he got blowed out by Georgia the year before that, and he's 0-6 in his last six bowl games. Saban is 10-1 and in either the BCS final or the college football playoff semi, which means, Mike, if you give him a month, he's gold. He's going to win yeah. these games. Yeah. I, I'm rooting the other way, but, you know, all of these numbers look like they're in Alabama's favor. And, you know, Mike, Alabama shouldn't be in this. Auburn should have beaten them. They'd have two yeah, losses, been and Michigan would be playing Florida yeah, you State. You think Florida State That's would be in. Tony, Michigan, yeah. you know, it, it just it seems to be their time. Like, they're going to be able Hope to so. get themselves together enough to win that one game despite all those numbers. I like their helmets. Always have. Let's take a break. Coming up, is it time we start taking the Rams seriously? We're going to ask Booger McFarland. We're also going to ask him whether he trusts the Cowboys or the Fish. More on Sunday in South Florida. But you look at Alabama and you think they're better. Yeah. You don't think they're well, but you think they're better. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. 
Let's dive back into football with our great friend ESPN NFL and college football analyst, Logan McFarland, wearing a shirt from San Francisco Golf Club today, which I, too, have played. Let's start with the Saints and the Rams, who are playing tonight. Both teams are 7-7, seven and seven, but the Rams have won four out of five, and the loss was in Baltimore in overtime. We haven't taken the Rams seriously all season. Do we have to take them seriously now, Booger? Yeah, I think you got to take them very seriously, and, and it's for a number of reasons. Number one is because Sean McVay has done an outstanding job, maybe his best job as a coach, even going back to when he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Uh, another reason, Matthew Stafford, he may be a little older, but he can throw the football with the best of them, and they have very capable veterans at the right positions. Aaron Donald is still, he may not be what he once was, but he's still a very, very good player. And when you look at Cooper Cup, he's healthy. And then you add in the, the, the influx of these young guys like Puka Nakua. I mean, who would have thought this guy was going to come and take the league by storm? He's catching everything, and he's developed a rapport with Matthew Stafford. And, and that connection, you add in Cooper Cup when he came back healthy, they've been outstanding. And they're just young enough and just good enough that they don't know what they don't know, and so they think they can beat anybody. <laughs> We're still wondering what to know about the Cowboys and the Dolphins, Booger. Cowboys struggle on the road. Dolphins struggle to beat good teams. Tyreek Hill returned to practice today, by the way. But of those two teams, which would you rather be going into South Florida Sunday? I think I'd rather be the Cowboys. Now, it doesn't mean I think the Cowboys are going to win, but let's just understand the psychology of this. The Dolphins beat the Jets. They blew them out. They were playing backup guys in the third quarter. And so they kind of lost their edge. The Dallas Cowboys got embarrassed. Okay, let's face it. The Buffalo Bills ran the football 49 times down the Cowboys' throat. They took their manhood. And so, Mike, you know all week long, head coach Mike McCarthy has been challenging his players like, listen, will the real Dallas Cowboys show up at some point? (laughs) If you thought the run game in Buffalo was something, wait till you see this run game from Mike McDaniel. And so I I think they're going to come in. They're going to feel like they, they've been embarrassed. They're going to feel like their back's against the wall. And, oh, by the way, they got a present on Monday night when Seattle beat Philadelphia. So I think all the motivation, all the things that motivate these teams are going to be with the Dallas Cowboys. And I'd be really, really surprised if the Dallas Cowboys didn't play well. I don't know if they'll win, but I think you're going to get their best effort. All right, speaking of motivated, the Eagles have lost three straight, and they got Matt Patricia calling the defense while – Former defensive coordinator, who knows what his title is now, Sean Desai, has taken a back seat. <laughs> Booger, you've been on teams where there's some weird dynamics, coaches maybe coming or going. How would this feel to you? I mean, Mike, imagine if somebody told you, hey, Mike, you're still going to be the co-host of PTI, but why don't you sit over here and let Booger sit in the seat for the rest of the week. You, you, your name can still be on the show, but we're going to let Booger sit in your seat. Like, you feel a certain kind of way, Mike. Yeah, I mean, no and, question. And, and, and there's really no way you can take that but as a demotion. So um, I think there's a lot going on inside of Philadelphia locker room. And if you just kind of listen to what people say, Mike, you'll learn a lot about what's going on there. Remember when Jalen Hurts said this? He was like, guys, we need to be committed more. Uh-oh. When the star quarterback says we need to be committed more, that tells me, that gives me just a little insight inside those four walls. I'm not really sure what's going on, 
but they're clearly not the same. The quarterback isn't playing as well. He's not seeing the football. The defensive line isn't dominating like they were last year. And you can blame the coordinator, but at some point, the coordinator doesn't step on the, across the white line and he doesn't play. This isn't the same team that went toe-to-toe with Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and they got a few weeks to get, get it figured out. If they don't, they will be one and done in the playoffs. We will get you out of here on this, and we'll bring you to college football. Um, the, this is the last time we will see you before the playoffs because we're off. Which two teams are you picking to advance to the championship game in the college playoff? You know, it, it's amazing how we made a big fuss about Alabama getting in, and then I'm going to pick Alabama because I think <laughs> styles make fights. And I think what Michigan does well, Alabama combats it, which is play big boy football. And so I think Coach Harbaugh, even though this may be his more talented team, it's just a bad matchup for Michigan. I don't know if the wide receivers outside can separate against Alabama's two corners that are going to play on Sunday. And if you can't run the football, if you're Michigan, can J.J. McCarthy play at a high enough level where he can challenge and beat Alabama. So I think Alabama wins that semifinal. On the other side, you guys have heard me say this. I think Texas is the most talented team in college football right now. And it's a credit to Steve Sarkeesian. If you go back a decade ago, all the issues that Sark had to deal with and what he was going through the, to, to where he is now, to have Texas at this point on the verge of with an opportunity to play for a national championship, I think Texas wins that game. It's Texas versus Alabama, and we get a rematch. Does Alabama uh, offend the loss that they had against Texas and Tuscaloosa, or does the Texas Longhorns reign supreme? I don't know who's going to win that game, but I think we're going to get Texas and Alabama for the championship in Houston, guys. All right. Mark is down. Booger, you got two one-loss teams. Booger was on Texas early. told us that very early on before anybody else. Thank you, Booger. Anytime, guys. Have a great one. Merry Christmas to all, and hopefully all have a good night on Christmas night. Absolutely. Let's take one last break still to come. Will Axel Vechkin's goal-scoring slump cost him a shot mm. at Wayne Gretzky's record? Mm. Dion lands the lineman he was looking for through the portal. Everybody comes through I'm, the portal. You hate to hear this, Mike. What? But Booger's got the two SEC teams because Texas is moving over to yeah. the SEC. I, now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. And in part by PlayStation 5. Feel it now on PlayStation 5. Happy time, people. 
Happy 50th birthday, Mike Allstar. The first time Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl in 2003, when they beat the Raiders 48 to 21, Allstott was their power back. He was a second round pick by the Buccaneers out of Purdue in 1996, and he played his entire career in Tampa. Allstott made six Pro Bowls. He was first team All-Pro three times. He was Mr. Inside and Warwick Dunn was Mr. Outside. Those Tampa Bay teams were defensive centric under Tony Dungy and then John Gruden. Brad Johnson was the quarterback in that Super Bowl, not Tom Brady, that was much later. Allstott gained 5,088 yards on the ground for Tampa and scored 58 touchdowns. Allstott, as you mentioned, Tony, you mentioned Purdue. He's a Midwestern boy. Grew up in Joliet, Illinois. Went to Joliet Catholic, which I know something about. He should have been a bear. I mean, that running style, wearing that number and big, strong, yeah. tough, should have been a bear. It's miscast. Tampa. Happy like anniversary, us. Gino Oriema and UConn women's hoops. On this day 13 years ago, the number one ranked Huskies broke John Wooden's UCLA men's basketball team's record of 88 straight wins. UConn demolished a ranked Florida State team by 31 points. UConn would run its streak to 90 games before losing to ranked Stanford. A few years later, after losing in overtime to another ranked Stanford team, UConn rolled up 111 straight wins, including NCAA titles in 2015 and 2016, the third and fourth of an unprecedented four straight women's championships, and Brianna Stewart was on all four teams. That was UConn's last national title. They're currently 9-3 and three and ranked 17th. Tony, it, it, it's great to me for women's basketball to have now the South Carolinas and the LSUs and the Iowas, and you got talent spread out across the country. But it's still cool to have UConn fairly high up there. No, they're not going to dominate. It's, it's moved to a new and better place, women's college basketball. But it's still good to have Gino Oriema and the Huskies floating around and a threat. It is. Happy trails to Alex Ovechkin scoring a goal for the 14th straight game. The great eight went 0 for 5 last night in shots on goal. It was his 14th straight game without a goal, the longest drought of his career. Ovechkin has just five goals this season. That's a pace for 14. His previous low in a full season is 32. Ovechkin is now 67 goals behind Wayne Gretzky's Ooh. record 894. At 38, has he gotten old all of a sudden? Ovechkin's shot volume is still at top 20 levels among forwards. His shot speed is still wicked, but his shooting percentage is on pace for a career low. He has only one power play goal, and the Capitals are last in the NHL in power play goals and 31st in overall goals. Ovechkin remains confident, though, saying, quote, my job is to score goals. Sooner or later, it's going to happen, unquote. Tony, do you believe that? I'm wondering, maybe he'll drink from the fountain of Tom Brady and LeBron James and Steph Curry. Maybe he will, but maybe he won't. Which one? Which way do you think Ovechkin's going to go? Because if he only gets like 15 or 18 goals this year, it's going to be hard to yeah. catch Gretzky. From what I've read, a lot of people think he's just in a, in a, in a streak of bad luck, yeah. that his shots are good, that they're hard, You know that he hasn't lost that much physically. You know, I'd like him to come close to Gretzky, but to be honest with you, Mike, I don't want to see him catch or pass Gretzky. I just don't. Oh, yeah. And I love him as a player. Okay. I don't. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Dion landed four offensive linemen through the portal. Are you impressed? No. No. We, the, the portal. People have stopped it. This is what happens. People come and go through the portal, like going through Grand Central Station. And baseball lowered the pitch clock with runners on base. 
from 20 seconds to 18. You okay with that? I'm fine with it. Get the ball from the catcher, throw the ball back. Come on, stop. The Athletics says the last three years of Zion's deal no longer guaranteed since he played only 29 games last season. Your thoughts? He can earn them back through games played and weight. If he makes a certain weight. The Pelicans need Zion to be that player we saw occasionally or a lot a couple of years ago. When he goes out and makes every shot and averages 25, they need that guy. Tug of War was added to the Pro Bowl skills competition. What is that? You like that junk? Love it. Love it. Get big, strong guys out there. Do it over a moat. Fall in the water. Last one, number nine, Kentucky and Louisville tonight. Do you smell an upset on that? No, I've seen some of those games in person. They were great games once at one time, but Louisville's falling on hard times. Maybe they'll bounce back. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your sports center. How can you not like tug-of-war with football players? Pro Big, ball. strong guys. Come on. Tug-of-war is fun. Get it out. Don't be dismissive. Get it out. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs>